הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדרכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש אמה שבארץ אלמה. הוא יבחל רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו לעם נחל נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחל נופג עם שמחה. נא נח נחמה נחל נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So today we start with תורה מ"א אבליקותא מורנטיניאנה בעזרת השם. And we'll go all the way up till, um, until uh, Torah 46. We won't do it. We're going to do 41 to 45, Be'ezrat Hashem. Torah Mem Aleph. L'ifamim Hashem Yitbarach Hosem Moftim Al-Ede Ba'alei Aposkim. There are times when God does miracles and wonders through the deciders of Halakha. Those people who uh, make a psaq. Those people who create um, decisive laws in Halakha. Bifrinat is brought down in Divrei Ayamim, book 1, chapter 16. His miracles, Moftav, and his pronouncement of judgment. Meaning, through those people who pronounce judgment, that he rules that it should be so, like this way. God brings about a miracle. Meaning, the fact that this halakha, is decided in the manner in which this uh, tzaddik uh, rules, this judge rules, that ruling actually can create a miracle. Rabbeinu, creates, uh, Hashem, Rabbeinu says that Hashem creates miracles through the, um, the poskim, through those people who, uh, do, those, uh, those people who judge in halakha, those who create rulings in halakha. And the uh, miracles are created from their rulings. Ki that because he is accepted as a bar posek, a, a des, a des, um, one who is a decisor of halakha, and whenever he is uh, deciding with regard to, and he's creating a ruling with regard to isur, prohibition, and those things which are permitted, etc., etc., his opinion, his opinion is accepted. Just like his opinion is accepted in the case we mentioned above. Whenever he's ruling in a sort of, uh, in any subject, we accept his opinion. And now miracles are created through him. And the opinion that we are accepting of his. And this is the aspect of Moftim, miracles. That we tell of those Geonim, those geniuses that were in the previous generations. So these are the miracles that we speak about that the Geonim performed in the previous generations because those Geonim created um, rulings of Halakha. And Rabenu is bringing this verse from Divrei Ramim to prove this, to prove this secret. Um, Torah Membet. Um, this could even be the shortest Torah in the Kutub Moran. If I'm not mistaken, I, I don't know. It's definitely, definitely one of the shortest, if not the shortest. Torah Membet of the Kutub Moran chapter 15 for I am God your healer for I am God your healer the first letters of this verse spells out the phrase amen that if you're going to take the first letters of which is and take those first letters and you also have the first letters in this phrase amen was saying they both have the same acronym Chav, Aleph, Yud, and Resh, being that there's a connection between the two. That Ki Ani Hashem Rovecha, Rashi Tevot, Amen, Ki Niratzon, Amen, maybe as well. And look in another place. Look in Chayim Oran, Siman 53, 
for the explanation of this uh, idea. And uh, while we're here, we might as well explain it, that um, it was shortly before the Rosh Hashanah, in the year 5568, <clears throat> when um, basically Rabbi Natan, Rabbi Natan and Rabbi Naftali uh, both were traveling with Rabbeinu outside the, outside the town in Breslev. And uh, Rabbeinu was telling them of a dream that he had that uh, that he had, in which he saw people saying in a dream that uh, only God can heal. As is brought down in the verse, Ki ani Hashem for I am God your healer. So people were saying this in the dream, and Rabbeinu in his dream um, spoke up and said, but how do you know God wants to heal? And in the dream actually, as Rabbeinu was asking this, one of either Rabbi Natan or Rabbi Naftali answered the question. And Rabbeinu said, specifically, one of you guys answered the question, but I'm not telling you who. And the answer was what? As is, as is uh, brought down in the verse, Amen Amen may be his will. Meaning that um, this, this is the answer to Rabbeinu's question, that Hashem wants the healing. Amen Raton, because the same, uh, um, what do you call it? The same acronym for Amen Raton. Uh, the same uh, letters that st- that uh, the same uh, beginning letters of that phrase are the same beginning letters of meaning that I am um, God your healer is hinting and connoting the fact or expressing to us the idea that God actually wants us to be healed um, as is brought down um, in this lesson as we see so that Hashem actually wants uh, healing for us Torah Mem Gimel through a weak heart, it causes the heart to be beset with fears. When a person has a weak heart, his heart is more prone to fear. Because a true strong man has no fear at all. And the essence of strength comes from the heart, or is in the heart. Meaning one whose heart is strong. He has no fear of anything. And he runs into the thick of battle. And he's victorious through the strength and the courage of his heart. And the same is true of the opposite. Those who are faint-hearted, they are fearful. And this is what is brought down in Vahim chapter 20. The man who is fearful and soft-hearted. Who is fearful, etc., uh, because what is Rashi telling us and now Rabbeinu is explaining that um, the Rach Levav the one who is soft hearted um, is more prone to fear meaning one who doesn't have strength in his heart is uh, falls uh, be- or is beset with fears Torah Mem Dalet Ha'emunah Toleh Adam Faith is dependent upon the mouth of a person Bifrinat as it says in Tehilim, chapter 89, I'll make known your faithfulness with my mouth. So we see that the faithfulness is revealed through the mouth, or depend upon the mouth. Meaning, meaning once a person speaks about faith with his mouth, this in itself is faith. Just by speaking about faith, it is it is in itself faith. Also just through speaking about faith, one comes to faith. And Rabban was saying on the opposite side, this, this is proving to us how careful we have to be and how much we have to be careful from speaking words of fira, of heresy, 
ובפיקורסות או גודלסנס. אף על פי שאין לו ממרם על ליבו, even though in your heart you don't really mean it, אנו שהוא בעצמו מאמין ואין לו כופה אחת ושם, even though you're speaking of these words of heresy, but באמת, or you're quoting a, a heretic and stuff like that, but באמת, um, in your heart you're not a heretic at all, you actually don't mean it, um, and you actually believe in God, חד ושלום, רק שהוא חוזר ואומר דברי אפיקוטו של שמה בשם אחרים, just the fact that you you repeat and you say words of heresy in the name of others that you heard in the name of others who are actual heretics and he's mocking them. Rabbanu says mocking the heretics also we have to be careful from. Because this speech of heresy even though you're mocking them actually damages faith. It puts faith in danger. Rabbanu says look how far Rabbanu goes. We would think it's normal. It is completely prohibited. Because upon God, about God, blessed be He, it is forbidden to speak derisively. Or speak in a mocking manner. I feel even jokingly. And it's already been brought in our books and in our words in many different places. Um, look at also in Chayim Moran, Siman 407 to 425, also in the book Sefer Machnia Zedim. In the book says, It's already been brought down many times by us, and we've already spoken about this. That what? One must distance, distance himself from all these books of. Um, analysis and philosophy. And even the books of philosophy that the the great, our great brothers from the Jewish people, great tzaddikim, published. Also from their books, we need to distance ourselves very much. Because they damage faith greatly. And Rabbanu spoke about these books um, in Chayim Oran, look over there, um, especially about avoiding um, the book and there's other books he mentions the first uh, the first gate of I think Shara Yehud in Chovot um, Alevavot and also different Sfarim um, uh, or sections that a person should avoid and it's uh, very important to go read over there because we can get easily caught in the trap and Be'emet uh, it's a very very sophisticated thing um, it can lead a person to great damages and uh, we know this very well considering where we grow up and all the fact that we have to grow up studying all this philosophy and all this knowledge, even the secular, the secular people, the goyim, and how even many of the the people today, they want to teach us uh, philosophy of the uh, of even Chachmei uh, Israel, when Be'emet we have to avoid it, and it's uh, it's a big big thing that Rabenu speaks very very much about that we really have to be careful from studying these books or from even looking at them. Rabenu spoke very highly about <laughs> Rabenu spoke so strongly about this saying that happy is a person who never opens up one of these books. So may we uh, be protected from this. Because Rabenu says not only do we have to distance ourselves from the books of the Goyim but also from the books of even those Jewish tzaddikim who published books on philosophy. Because it's enough for us with our holy faith that we received from our holy forefathers. 
וזה כלל גדול ויסוד ועיקר בעבודת השם. And this is a כלל גדול, a very great principle. ויסוד, a foundation, ועיקר and an essential idea בעבודת השם in serving God. להיות תם וישר, to be simple and straightforward. לעבוד אותו ידבר בתמימות בלי שום חוכמת החקירות, כלל כלל לא. To serve Hashem ידבר with simplicity, with wholesomeness, without any wisdoms and analysis at all, at all. Holy, holy delving into the depth of the Torah, that's different. But to analyze the question, this is against everything that, to, to question Hashem ידבר and to engage in, in problems that are way beyond us, this is not our, our ideal at all. Also with regard to sophistications, when it comes to serving God, we have to distance ourselves from this very much. Because all those wisdoms of the world, when they enter and begin to serve God a little bit, they are not wisdoms at all. Don't, don't be, a, don't be a misled by this. They're only illusions, foolishness, and great confusions. And these wisdoms make a person fall very much from the service of God. Meaning, what does it mean to have wisdom when you serve Hashem? Rabbi was saying, when a person thinks too much and analyzes and over-scrutinizes way too much if he's doing that thing properly. Or if he's being fulfill, if he's fulfilling it enough to the highest degree, whatever it is, because Rabbeinu is saying, with human beings, it's impossible to perfectly fulfill his religious obligations. It's impossible to perfectly fulfill one's religious obligations. And God does not purposefully seek, uh, purposely seek fault. He doesn't come with tyranny. As about the Gemara, um, in the Gemara, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I forgot where. And God did not get the Torah to the ministering angels. And those people who overly scrutinize and take stringencies upon themselves, way too many stringencies or extra stringencies, upon them it says, you shall live through them, not you shall die by them. Rabbeinu says, these people with stringencies, they have no life force, vitality at all. They're constantly in, in sadness. Because of the fact that they seem that they are not fulfilling their obligations with the mitzvot, uh, with the mitzvot that they're doing. And they literally have no vitality, no life. Um, from any mitzvah that they do because of the fact that they over-scrutinize and they have so much sadness. Rabbeinu himself did not take upon himself any stringencies. <laughs> We're talking about Rabbeinu HaKadosh here. Rabbeinu himself did not take upon himself any stringencies and look at the level he got to. And no tzaddik surpassed, <laughs> got to this level. <laughs> and he took upon himself no stringencies at all. So all the more so us. And that does not mean to follow Halakha. Rabbeinu was very machmir on studying Halakha. He was very strict on studying Halakha and being proficient in Halakha. That means to follow the Halakha to the standard. But to take upon yourself stringencies, that's a no-no, Rabbeinu says. Rabbeinu says in Sichot Aran, just take upon yourself one thing, 
one thing that you want to fulfill to its finest, finest point. So one, one mitzvah that is most precious to you. For example, it's uh, tefillin. Put tefillin with the most string, with the most fine points possible, with all the alachot that you're trying to perform in the best manner possible. But the rest, perform complete in complete simplicity, with complete um, just following the, the alacha. Uveimet, and the truth is, after all the wisdoms, Rabbeinu says, and this is the line a person has to memorize and engrave in his mind and heart. This a line like a line like this, nobody says like like Rabbeinu. L- listen to this. Uveimet, and the truth is, after all the wisdoms. Even one who truly knows wisdoms, genuine wisdoms, even one who knows true wisdoms, meaning the wisdom of the Torah. After all the wisdoms, considering all the wisdoms that you have, even true wisdoms, a person needs to throw all the wisdoms away and to serve Hashem with wholesomeness and complete simplicity without any wisdoms, sophistications at all. And look, Rabbeinu goes further. He says, this is the greatest wisdom of all the wisdoms. We think that having wisdom and this science and this understanding and this an- uh, analyzation of this thing is going to make us perform the mitzvah in the best manner. Rabbeinu is saying, forget it all. Throw away your wisdom. Jump into the mikveh with complete simplicity. Have complete kavanah. And just to the best of your ability, do it for, because Hashem said so. And when you do that, Rabbanu says, this is the biggest wisdom of all the wisdoms. What's that wisdom? What's the biggest wisdom of all wisdoms? Not to be wise at all. This uh, a quote. <laughs> you can go back and forth, but you can't find something like this. Rabbanu says, the truth is, there is no wise man at all in the world. There is no such thing as a wise man at all. As <laughs> it says in Mishle, there is no wisdom nor understanding vis a vis God. Hashem Himself is infinite. God is infinite. He has all the understanding. So, how can we even think that we have understanding? One drop. And the main thing is what? Rabbeinu says, God wants the heart. And Baruch Hashem Rabbeinu summarizes that lesson and ends off that lesson with. Uh, the most amazing, amazing words that we really have to engrave and live by. Something we have to review constantly and memorize. Torah Memhe, last Torah for today. Rabbeinu is going to speak about the subject which people, um, they want, when they want and they prepare themselves many, many times to travel to the true tzaddik. And then afterwards, once they prepare, once they set it in their minds to go, they have lots of obstacles. And they desist. And they prevent themselves from going. So what does Rabbeinu say about this? No. Shabbat is the innermost point. As we saw in the, one of the previous lessons, we saw this idea in uh, Torah uh, 39. Saw so this idea of Shabbat. The Shabbat is the innermost point. And from Shabbat, is uh, from Shabbat, all the six days are nourished. Because the six days represent circles around, that surround um, that inner point. And that inner point of Shabbat, as it's brought down in the Zohar, Parashat Vayakel, And those evil forces, the husks, what do they do? They lead the wicked around the point. 
that inner point. Bifrinat, Saviv Reshaim Italachun at the Ten Teilim, chapter 12. How do you know this? The Reshaim go round about. They go round and round. And these clipot, these evil forces do not allow, um, or these Reshaim, these wicked people, do not allow these people who are trying to travel to Tzaddik to enter that inner point. And as long as they're inside the circle, they still have hope to come close. Those people are trying to travel to the Tzaddik as long as they're still within the circle. Meaning, within those six circles that are still trying to reach that inner circle. They still have hope to reach that inner circle. Even the sinners of the Jewish people as long as they have not left the circles completely he still has hope to draw close to that innermost point which is the aspect of Shabbat which Rabbeinu is going to say which Rabbeinu already explained is the aspect of the Tzaddik or he's telling us but one who already left those circles God forbid from those um, what one who already left from those circles God forbid for example those uh, those apostates then it's impossible for them or for that person to come close at all and Rabbanu says that tzaddik this tzaddik that these people are trying to travel to is the aspect of Shabbat and as long as you're still within the circle and you're still trying as long as you're still within the circle you still have hope of coming close but the second you leave those circles that's it Rabbeinu says that the tzaddik is the aspect of Shabbat which is the innermost point that from the tzaddik actually or the aspect of Shabbat everything else is nourished and is brought down look in the Zohar Kadosh uh, in many different places it brings this idea but Baruch Hashem Rabbeinu is saying that there's circles around this innermost point. And Rabban was saying, as long as you're within the realm of these circles, even though they're Sheshet and even though they're the six days of the week, these circles, they're still connected to the aspect of Shabbat because they still derive nourishment from Shabbat. But the second you leave these circles is the second you cut off your nourishment from this innermost point and you will never be able to, you, you, can, you, you have no hope of coming back in, Rabban says. And be drawing close. So the main thing is to hold on while we can. Even if you desist from, um, even if you uh, are discouraged from traveling to the tzaddik, nonetheless still stay strong and still attach yourself to, the, to, to emunah. And we also know emunah, emunah surrounds us. Emunah also represents those aspects of the circles. That we have to hold strong with emunah to stay strong within those circles as long as we can try to draw, ourse- draw ourselves close to that innermost point, which is the tzaddik I met. May we truly attach ourselves to the true tzaddikim, specifically the true tzaddik, and to not let anyone discourage us from traveling to him. Um, and God willing to apply all the advice that we talked about, to be truly simple, to throw away all our wisdoms and to serve God with wholesomeness.